Hello everyone and welcome back to the Pretty Bubbles podcast with myself, Daryl, Mick, Jamie and James. How are we doing, fellas? Come on. Another three points in the bag, eh? How about that? Another clean sheet. Beating Burnley at home. We're officially big time now. Like, We're officially still getting ready. Wait, wait, Dal, are we safe? No. <laughs> uh, uh, to be fair, me and Higo have actually said to Dal, if we get no more points between now and the end of the season, we'll give him a grand and a reach around. So okay. I don't <laughs> think he even wants the I'll money. Take, I'll just take the reach around. <laughs> <laughs> now, three points, great win. Um, another clean sheet. <laughs> Let's talk about the game. Um, who are we going to go with first? Who wants to go first? Uh, let's go with you, James, as you were uh, very animated yesterday um, in your opinions with uh, with me. Um, it was your time of the month. So let's go with your opinions. Um, okay. Uh, I thought we I thought we played okay. I thought we played okay. Uh, like we've uh, it seemed for me it was quite a just uh, like a professional type performance really. They were creating stuff. Like I don't know how we didn't score. For a lot of the time, like obviously apart from the goal, like after that we we had some quite clear chances and we just couldn't get the ball in the net. And sometimes it was just that wrong decision making, um, last minute that let us down. Um, I would say probably uh, across the park. I think they all they, they all had a solid game. I'd say the probably the weakest one. Oh, I can't even say he's the weakest one. I just think, I'd say if I had to pick a hole in anyone's performance, it'd probably be Bowen this week, purely because I think he took too long on the ball a couple of times. Uh, but he made really good runs to get into some really good positions. So at the same time, like he was creating, he was doing what we asked him to do as a fan base and as the manager probably asked him to do, you know, to make their runs to get into a dangerous spot. So it's kind of... He probably just had a little bit of an off game. Um, I don't think he played badly at all. I just think that was just one of the things that he was doing, and it happened quite a few times. Um, I thought defensively we were strong again. Uh, I didn't feel like at any point... I actually say that. There was one point, uh, like a bit, uh, a 10-minute period of the game, where they were a little bit dangerous, and I was a little bit nervous, thinking, OK, we're going to get punished for not scoring them goals. It's going to be Man United all over again. Um, but we... Stayed strong, and they, uh, they they kept the clean sheet. So I think they deserved the points, really. I thought it was a good performance from everybody overall. Yeah. Um, uh, Jamie. Yeah, very much. Jamie? Um, yeah, very similar to James. Like, I thought we were the better team throughout. Like, the last half of an hour or so, they huffed and puffed. But as nervous as I was, because it's West Ham, I never felt like they were going to score. I just, I didn't really think they threatened I think if we'd won that game 3-0, I don't think many fans of Burnley could have walked away and gone, that was an unfair result. Because we had one cleared off the line, we hit the post, our final ball was pretty poor all game. It was just a performance where we were better throughout and just didn't kill it off a lot sooner. I thought, in general, everyone had a very decent game. I agree with James, but I mean, just, the final ball was lacking a couple of times. Antonio's a breath of fresh air. You notice the difference straight away, don't you, from when he plays, when he's fully fit, to when Haller was playing. But it's just, it's so professional at the moment. Like, 
we got the goal. I never was worried about conceding. That defence looks brilliant at the moment. And I can't believe I'm saying it, but Craig Dawson's been a brilliant signing. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely speak more about Craig Dawson as we go. Um, just your, your point there about Antonio. Uh, McCoyce was saying it quite a lot during the commentary yesterday. The, the difference, again, with us, we were hitting balls over the top mm. to turn the defence where Antonio goes chasing. And they couldn't do it again. They couldn't put balls over the top. Where Bonner's that good as well. Nothing could go over the top for them to turn us round. And we were just dominant. Dominant throughout. Mig, let's go your thoughts. Yeah, I think it's a solid performance. I think the thing that really stands out to me is, uh, as Jamie said there, like the last sort of 20 minutes of the game or something, they were throwing quite a lot of bodies forward in the box. And I think a year ago, 18 months ago, we, we don't win that game. We don't hold out for a 1-0 win. We just haven't had that defensive solidity that we seem to have um, developed now. And I think you've got to give credit to Moyes for that. Um, it's good to see now that we have two systems that we're confident in. Um, so we can have the back five and the back four and we're we're good in both. Um, I said on the last pod, I think we have a bit more about us going forward in the back with the back five and the wing backs. But defensively, we're solid in both formations. So that's really encouraging um, because you've always got a plan B, which we quite often haven't had. Um, it's just a matter of throw some more bodies on and hope something changes. But... Um, yeah, Antonio, so good to have him back fit. He's just a handful for any defence. And he, he took the goal well um, because although it looked like a tap-in, it, it's his reaction when it, I think it's Ben Mee gets a little flick on it, which means yeah. Tarkovsky doesn't get it. So he's opened his body up really well to finish it. Um, great celebration. Um, but yeah, I think that's, like Dawson, solid. Um, I thought Ben Rama had a good game. Um, it was his ball that put through Bowen for the... Um, the goal in, in the first instance, he then played it back to four now as he whipped it in. Um, I just think overall, like, we could have been a bit more clinical. Um, the final ball could have been a bit better, but I think that's a that's a better problem to have than not being able to keep clean sheets because that's four clean sheets in a row now. So that's a really good platform to build off of. Definitely. Um, my, my thoughts on the game pretty much match all of yours. I think the early goal helped us out massively there because it's, the more that game goes on, the harder they become to break down um, yeah. to get and to get a, to get one. Once we went one up, they've then got to change the way they play, and it suits us down to the ground with teams attacking us. And we can then just break on them. Yeah, another day we'd probably win that three or four nil, and we're all buzzing even more than we are now that we've got three points. But I, I love one nil wins like that because we've ground out a one nil result where our defence again has been brilliant. We know what would what trouble would causes us. And um, their attackers, and he, I obviously, I was even more over than they bought, um, uh, is it McNeil on at half time? Yeah, yeah, great good player, he's going to be a really, really good player in the next couple of years. And he, I thought he was going to cause us problems, but again, Kufau had no worries, right? So, I've got a point. So, you know, how Higo was saying how we didn't threat like we take the one nil win, and that wasn't what we were doing last year, yeah. So, you know, like on the table, they do that. Points drop from losing positions. Yeah, I look at the top of the league. So this year we're still like third or fourth on eight points. Mm. But it's not. It's people say, "Oh, you're dropping those points." But I looked at those eight points we've dropped. Man City, Man two to Man City, three to Liverpool, three to Man U, the three best sides in the league. Yeah. You're, so the first positive is you're getting leads against them teams, which a lot of teams don't often do. You're in the game. And, OK, they're coming back and beating you, but 
you're losing to teams that you kind of are expecting to lose to at the start of the season. So, in a way, I take that as a positive that, okay, we're dropping eight points against those teams, but we're in those games. Definitely. I agree. Definitely, that's a good point. Good point made as well. And to only drop points against those three when last year we were dropping points against everyone. Before lockdown last year, it was just a, it was just a common thing. We'd score and then we'd concede and it wouldn't matter. I feel like last year we were just playing like we didn't know how the, how the, the team just didn't know how to play together. And I think the, what's the difference between this year and last year is they've is that the, all the hard work clearly that they've been putting in is starting to pay off. They've been training obviously better, harder. They've got a system that fits them that works. They've got two systems now. They've started to adapt to the other system now as well. They, they, they've got a lot more trust in the players around them. And I think, when you start playing with players for a period of time, they start making runs and doing, uh, moving into positions that you know they're going to be there for. That's why Man United, I know we can't, I can't compare us to Man United back in the day, but if you, when Man United back in like the, the 2000s period, when they had like still had Gary Neville and Beckham before he moved to Real Madrid and that, before... Like, they didn't even need to look where they were passing. They knew, right? Like, Skulls would know that Giggs was on the left wing, like, in that position. And Keane would know that Beckham would be on the right. Like, they, they just knew where each other were. And Beckham would know that Gary Neville was overlapping him. So they kind of, half the time, they didn't even need to look where they were passing because they were just so drilled and so, like, like their game plan was just so perfect. Um, but... Going back to obviously West Ham, where we've been working so hard with with each other, I think in the team, and Moyes has been um, determined to get our structure right. It, I think he's just starting to just show through now, and and we have got a better team than I think that we give them credit for um, when all of the right things are in place. Right. So you you both spoke about um, formations and the two different styles we've got. Now, we've kept four clean sheets in a row with it really solid with his back four and Craig Dawson coming in. Now, we know what a big part Masuaku played at the start of the season with back three and the five midfield. Now, we know he's a little while away yet, but when he comes back, does Moyes go back to the back three with a, with a, with a wing backs? Or right now, does he stick with what we've got and what's working? Because it, it works at the start of the season. It depends on exactly what sort, of, what sort of situation. If it was right now and he was coming back fit, I wouldn't change it. Like Four yeah. clean sheets in a row. If it's not broke, don't fix it. But yeah. if you get to that stage and things are a little bit shaky and we're not picking up results, then maybe it's worth looking at the change. But if, if we're in this situation, I'd keep it as it is. As much as I'm going to sound like James here, we, are prone, we were prone to conceding before James's comment, ironically. I was, hoping, <laughs> I was going to say that prime word. Perfectly lined up for later, what I was going to say. But I'll come back to it later. <laughs> but it's true. Like, that was before second... Dawson came in, though, to be fair. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and at the moment, it is working. But, so don't change anything. Like, that back five, just don't... Uh, for right now, they're all on the team sheet every week. Actually, no, sorry... Uh, that team that starts today, I think, is basically our strongest lineup. I think. Yeah, the only, the only change you can make potentially is Lanzini for four nails at different times. Um, he was fantastic he, yesterday, he, wasn't he? We'll That's a good segue. We'll come on to him now. That's the only sort of change I'd make right now because Ben Rama and Bowen are your two most direct players, uh, and you that's that's where you want to that's where you want to keep 
keep sort of going with it. You, you, we want to be direct when we have, like when we've got the ball. And something you were saying, James, about the, the United system where you knew where Giggs was going to be. Mm. That's exactly the same right now with um, Bowen. Bowen yeah. stays as far wide as possible when we've got the ball and as far at the pitch as possible. And you know that he's going to be there to just slide the ball into it. If you're in trouble, uh, it goes. And you see that quite a lot yesterday. It just goes wide. Like, it, it breaks down in the middle. We try and play it around. Breaks down, and it goes to Bowen. And let Bowen have a run at someone, and it works. And that's why I think we, we're looking so dangerous, because we know we've got someone out there that will go and run at people. All right, yesterday weren't his best game for West Ham. But what he was doing was getting in the right areas and, and doing the right things, but just not being composed enough to give the ball at the right times. As long as you're doing that bit, like that's the basics. The rest will come. As long as you're doing the basics and getting in the right positions. In, He's not even played expecting. a full year in a Premier League yet either. No, oh. exactly. Well, Daryl, um, I wanted to pick up off this actually, what James sort of said and what you've just said there about um, knowing where the players are in the system and being drilled and I think a lot of that comes down to me for Moyes and the way he's coached and the players he's brought in and put in those positions. So, are you still Moyes out? Uh, I'm Moyes halfway. Moyes <laughs> <laughs> halfway, and I will keep changing the whole time he's there because I still don't like. I still don't. <coughs> he's not. Was never my first choice. No, and he wasn't that, anyone's first choice. That bit in the middle that we we sort of turn a little bit. You see why we turn because of what the the team selection against Brighton. Subs, but what he's doing right now, you can't complain at. So if he's learning on the fly still as well and doing what he needs to do, brilliant. Like yesterday, we're, we're one nil up. He doesn't go um, defensive and bring Noble on for four nails uh, for Ben Rama. He brings Lanzini on, which is still it's a bit more defensive than Ben Rama, but he's still attacking enough to think, for us to go. Oh, all right, same as Yamal yeah. for Bowen. It's like, kind he, of a like for like player, isn't it? In a way, similar. I yeah, that, yeah, that's probably why he did it. Yeah. yeah. And same as uh, Yarmolenko for Bowen. He's not going... He could have brought on Ben Johnson for all we know and gone, and gone more defensive. He didn't. He want, wanted that second goal. And that, that's a step up for Moyes from what he was doing at the start of the season or during lockdown last year. So you, you can't complain. Um, we're winning games, so everyone's going to be more happy with a manager when you're winning games. And when you've got three clean, three clean sheets in a row... You beat Everton. You beat Burnley, who notoriously beat us at the London Stadium as well. What can you complain about? Do you know what I mean? So it's, um, also, it's also official now that every single Moy signing has been very good for us. Like all five have done. Like Randolph's been decent. Like when called upon. Like Suchek, we know what Suchek is. Kufal, like, like Bowen, and then Craig Johnson. Like he signed <laughs> all work. Should we? Should we have a little bit of a talk about our, our mate Shufal and how good he's been? What a signing he's been. I want to talk about Craig Dawson because he's the real legend of this I think, team. Yeah, I think we've spoke quite a bit about Kufal, but again, yesterday, you, you bang on James. He was he doesn't put a foot wrong at the moment. Like, yeah. For how many wing-backs we've had, and Cresswell still gets me at left-back, but again, I can't complain about his performances at the moment. No, we're not putting we're not putting a foot wrong in that position. Which to be fair, it, the, the game did finish one one though, Daryl. So <laughs> <laughs> it was an own goal. <laughs> sorry, by money, we didn't beat Burnley at home. Um, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, let's go to Craig Dawson for someone that when we signed him on loan and we've got this deal um, to get him permanently, we're all like, what what are we doing? Why are we signing Craig Dawson? And when he started the game against. Was it Everton? 
Yeah. Is that his first game? Southampton. 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 Southampton, yeah. When he first started to get to Southampton, we were like, oh my God, like, what are we doing? <laughs> what, a, what a revelation he's been at the back. Yeah. He... Absolutely, absolutely perfect. And what I like, the, what I like, really like about him, and we, we had it with Ogbonna and Balbonna, they're both older heads in that back line. They're both, well, to be fair, our back line isn't the youngest anyway. Um, but he's, he looks like he's doing the leading of Ogbonna. Like, he looks like he's the leader and he's telling Ogbonna where to go, which gives Ogbonna the freedom to just defend. And it's great. Ogbonna looks like one of the best defenders in the league right now because of Dawson. Mm, like, yeah. It's fantastic to look at. He goes, he goes so under the radar, that guy. And I, and I can understand why, because there's not really much about his game, uh, Bonner's, that from an outside perspective that people would go shouting about. But for us, all you think, all we see him do is just clean up constantly at the back. So it's just like the geezer is just like a machine. And it's a shame that he doesn't get as recognised as... Because he's at the age now where no one else is going to try and buy him off of us because he's too old. So I don't understand why they just don't give him the recognition of how good he's been all season, especially like the pundits. That's like kind of the perfect opportunity for him. Let's be honest, we're not exactly... You're not going to talk about West Ham's defence all the time, are you? Like Defence? This ain't American football. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, though. Like, you're not going to be talking about the defence the whole time. You're going to be focusing on the more attacking players of that game. Like, even last, yesterday, like, they were talking, Ali McCoy talking about um, Man of Match. It was between Antonio and Dawson, which, to be fair, I think was probably who the two I would have been picking between. But, yeah, Ogbon has just, Everyone in that back four has really upped their game mm. because we've had decent defensive seasons before, but I kind of feel like the goalkeeper's been the biggest part to that. Like that year, Fabianski was unbelievable. Our defence weren't great. Like Fabianski just made them look passable. Right now, it's like our defence is great and Fabianski's not having much to actually do. Yeah, he had much to do yesterday at all. Yeah. One long distance shot from Goodmanson is all I remember. Um, the only other time he got really worried was the cross, the, the crossbar. Mm. Yeah. That's the only other time he looked a bit shaky. But other than that, he had nothing to do, which is great. It's great to see our keeper literally do nothing. Yeah. Mm. So, um, while we're on Dawson, we, I've seen uh, a few things on Twitter about signing him now, um, which is a possibility because then it opens up another um, loan, dip, oh. loan space. Um, would everyone be happy with that signing now? Yeah, I would. We had to give him a little bit of um, leeway, didn't we? Because we'd never seen him. Just got through in the deep end. And he's come out like bloody superb. So you've got to give him the credit where it's due now. Considering we were giving Balbuena a lot of a, a lot of praise mm. sort of just before Christmas, he's come in and Balbuena don't get back in that side now. Yeah. yeah. It's, but it's, again, it's a good thing because it's depth. And that's something we've not really had there. We've always been like, we'd get one knock. Then we're bringing in someone and we look a lot more shaky. But exactly. I would happily bring Balbuena back in. Like, yeah, depth, not been amazing, but I still would yeah. be solid enough. Depth with quality. That's yeah. one thing we've definitely not had. And we've got four centre-halves there. Like, if you just drew one out of the hat, you'd be happy to put in. And, and that's, that's, something, yeah. we, that's a luxury we've not had for a long time. That's something you, you go up the side. Apart from centre midfield and up front, you've got quality and depth everywhere, really. 
Right, mm. you can even say, all right, we haven't got him right now. Masaraku is a good enough player to cover Cresswell. We we know that. You're right, he's shaky defensively, but we know he's a quality player. Ben Johnson and Fredericks are good players to cover Kufau. Like Fredericks and Ben Johnson both had good games recently. There's quality there. We know that, and they're young talent. You've got Yarmolenko, Ben Rama, Fornells, Bowen, Lanzini. You've got all these good players that can slot in that side anywhere when you need them. The only place we're lacking quality is midfield and striker. Yeah. Goalkeeper. You've got a quality backup goalkeeper. How many teams can say, blimey, like, we've got a, a national keeper as, your, as our backup? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's, it's true. Great. It's great to see. It's fantastic to see. We've just got to um, build in the right places. Get a striker. Hopefully this, uh, is it, D- I can still not pronounce his name. Yeah, yeah. Mubabi Dyer, I think his name Dyer. is. Hopefully he, he might come in. That looks a bit more. We'll talk about him in a second. Um and hopefully, it, I don't think it's going to happen this time out. Hopefully, um, in the summer, we bring another midfielder. Because we're, des- we're desperate for one. I know Connor Commentary is on the um, um, periphery of the side. And I know he's struggling with a few knocks. But obviously, we've got him that can come in. But as long as we invest the right way, we've got a really good side there for the, for the, for the next few years. Um, one thing, one more player I want to talk about before we talk about transfers is Ben Rama. Um, and yesterday... Um, after the game, I was on social media and I couldn't believe the stick Ben Rama was getting off our fan base. Um, I honestly thought Ben Rama yesterday was probably our best attacking player for 90% of that game. He glides past people. It's like watching Pyatt all over again. Like, And he will be as good. He, right, we can't say we'll be as good as him, but he is that sort of player that can really help us go forward. And I couldn't believe the stick he was getting. People saying he's not ready for the Premier League. People saying he shouldn't start. I had no idea what they're going on about. He played the biggest part in getting that, getting the goal scored. His passing to Bowen, as Higo said, yeah. it's a fantastic ball. Like, yeah. I don't know what they're expecting from him. The I only think... thing I can sort of point to is he can be a little bit the, taking too long to play the final ball, which is the yeah. only sort of criticism that you can have, really. But I think that's a blessing and a curse because he's the sort of player that you do want to be running with the ball and running at defenders. Um, yeah, maybe the final decision needs to be a bit better sometimes, but that comes with, with practice. He's, he's still fairly young. He's still finding his way in the Premier League. So he's, he's less than half a season, well, half a season into his first Premier League campaign. Give him time. Bowen's the same. He's slow with that final ball at the moment. But in the Championship, we know you're not coming up against the same quality you do in the Premier League probably get a little bit more time to pick balls like that at times. Give him time. Why, why are we getting on his back? Like It, it looks like it's gone from um, Haller and everyone's now turned their, turned their case on to Ben Rama. I couldn't believe it. Honestly, I couldn't believe it. There was no one there yesterday to pick bones at. Right? And he was getting so much stick on fight. Every other post on Twitter was, oh, Ben Rama weren't very good at that. Like, what? Unbelievable. Couldn't believe it. Was, it was only his fourth start for us in um, um, the Premier League. I actually thought he made some um, good little crosses out of nothing. There was one where he had, he sort of, it was sort of, the ball was bouncing about and he used his chest and like hook, hook sort of overhead kicked it slightly. It went straight across the goal. Any Anyone gets their head on that or in the right position, that's a goal. Like it was like a, a cross out of nothing. And there was another few couple of crosses that he made, which I thought were pretty spot on as well. Um, uh, I think what it is, is just that people, when he gets the ball, is that people expect something to happen straight away. Like, every single time he gets it, boom, off you go, off you go. Oh, 
off you go, off you go. Oh. And sometimes I think what it is is that because he's not been the player that everyone's seen on YouTube in the championship, banging goals in from outside the box and stuff, like, I think that's probably why people are saying, oh, he's not playing well, when it's just not true. It's just more, it's just that the thing is, he's stepped up a level, he's joined a team that's better than the team he was in before, he's not the main man anymore, he's, he's still got to find, it's almost like he's got to start all over again from scratch and try and find his feet, um, he's finding where he fits in into our system, in, into the way we play, what, what he can bring to the game. Like, you're right, though, what you're saying about the Payet sort of flair. He's got that sort of flair about him. It's a different build. He's a different build to him. But he's got everything else that he's got. And there's times where we've just not been in a position to sort of give him the chance yet. Like, I don't think we've had many free kicks outside the box. Rice had one. It was actually quite a good strike. He was really unlucky with that. But most of the time we have free kicks outside the box, which I would picture... In uh, Brentford, Ben Rummer being the guy that would take those sort of shots. But in our team, you've got Cresswell, you've got uh, Rice now that starts taking free kicks. Um, Bowen, yeah, that's what I mean. You've got so many set to take some free kicks in a bar. <laughs> like, no, you've, got, you've got some like, you've got some a lot of set piece takers in our team that are, that are all actually quite good deliveries. So as long as I don't see Mark Noble on a free kick, up <laughs> but it's, it's a strange one. He's, as soon as he got the ball a few times that first half yesterday, their defence was petrified of him. So he just mm. glides past people. It's great. It's great to watch. And I'm really happy that he's now getting a chance. I mean, I know Moyes has had his problems, but he looks settled in that side at the moment. Every time we got the ball and counted, I thought, right, we were going to do something positive, yeah. which is brilliant. Like, yeah. it was fantastic. My last question about the team yesterday, uh, and we'll go to Max, you, uh, you haven't said much for the last couple of minutes. Uh, was that four now his best game in the West Ham shirt? It's up there, definitely. Um, from from, I can't think of any that particularly stand out above that. Obviously, um, there was the the Leicester game yeah. earlier in the season, um, but other than that, I can't really think of anything that stand out. He was solid all round. Um, his his actual passing, I thought, like his forward passing into space was a little bit more accurate than it has been. And you know you, what you get from him with his work, work rate going back. So um, I was really impressed. He looks a lot more confident at the moment, doesn't he? Yeah, definitely, and that's that's that breeds next yeah. should like going it's forward. Like, hopefully, he takes that into to Saturday uh, to Tuesday. It's like that drop in for Lanzini um, the other week has sort of kicked him on again. She knows that Lanzini's playing well now. Lanzini deserves to play, and we know Moyes prefers Bowen because of his work rate and his defensive abilities. But we need him to be more attacking, and he's doing that at the moment. It, the, the volley, I thought, were, the technique on the volley in the box yesterday was unbelievable, the way that bounced. Um, and that deserved the goal. It's just good defending. And he's just he looks like he's going to start contributing more to that more to our goal threat. He played a couple of nice passes in the cross. He got an assist yesterday as well. It, it's only looking well for him. He's still only young. I think he's 23, 24. Mm. Right. So we've got, if we keep these players, we've got such a strong side for the next few years. He's going to be great. Um Let's move on from the fixture yesterday and very quickly talk about transfers. Uh, the one that's already been done and confirmed is Dan Kemp, the youngster, has now moved to Leighton Orient on a permanent deal. Uh, it's a shame, but was he ever going to break into the West Ham side? Probably not. So uh, he's got a summer local. He's going to get a lot of game time and hopefully he has a good career um, moving forward. He's still very young. Uh, we're still waiting on the... Uh, I've got an update. So the route, apparently uh, we have agreed a fee with Reams now 
So we've just got a group. I don't know the fee. I don't know how much it is. Probably around 20 million euro. But it looks very likely he's meant to be signing an Atrum X. So that's quite a positive update. I don't know when he's likely to sign, but at least we're not going to just have one senior striker anymore. It's not going to be before Tuesday, we know that. Oh, no uh, but if it's before Villa next week, that'd be lovely. Because yeah. you've got FA Cup game Saturday, um, Villa, Liverpool coming up, Fulham's coming up. There's some big games coming up again. So yeah. we'd love another strike. Our next league game's the 26th. You'd like to think he's evolved. After, after this week, after Tuesday. Yeah, so you've got Palace on the 26th, then Liverpool, then Villa. Yeah, sorry. I thought Villa was first. So, yeah, Palace, sorry, next week. Yeah. Um, the biggest um, thing for me yesterday, I don't know if any, I think someone mentioned it on the group chat, was Antonio after the game, he was sort of on his haunches and he said, um, I'm fucked a few times. James, that doesn't yeah. bode well for Tuesday. It's a quick turnaround. And obviously, with no backup. Does um, Meepo get a look in on Tuesday? No, not for me. You still... Still starting Tony, even over the injuries and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You you should be beating West Brom. I'd much rather give Meepo a game against Doncaster than West Bromwich Albion because yeah. West Brom aren't going to be a nice team to start with. They're going to be physical. They're going to batter him about a bit. Like Antonio's probably the better fit for this game. And yeah, I agree, and I I'm of the same. Thing as you, I'd play him, but we know his injury problems. It's a quick turnaround. He's played 90 minutes Monday, 90, uh, well, pretty much 90 minutes Monday, 90 minutes yesterday, um, and he's got a game Tuesday. Is it, a, is it a risk? Well, it is a risk. We know it's a risk. And any game Antonio plays is a risk. The biggest, the biggest thing is we should have a backup striker. <laughs> Ultimately, yeah. we should have a backup striker. We shouldn't be talking about whether... We play a only our only fit available senior striker or a kid. It it shouldn't have come to that. Obviously, we're signing that Burley die by the looks of it, but it shouldn't be like this at all. No. For me, you beat you've got to go and beat West Brom. Even Moyes came out and said, "Win our next four games. If we win this game, you've then got to start be looking at Europe." As far as I'm concerned, if you beat if you go and beat these. And then you beat Palace, who are beatable for sure, and we know that. You, you, what you want, thirty-five points? Yes. You're, you're absolutely laughing because then you can really go and start. You have, you're not worrying about relegation, even I'll say then we're safe. If we if we win our next two, we're safe. Right? I'll, I'll say it right here, right now. Uh, <laughs> but then you can really start looking at attacking teams for Europe. You haven't got to look behind you anymore. And if you end up finishing mid-table because you're attacking these big sides, so what? You can you have got nothing to worry about. Literally nothing to worry about. You can go and attack teams. It'll be brilliant. It's it's gonna be a really fascinating um three or four months to watch. There's a lot of games to be played in in the next few months, obviously because of the Euros and what's coming up um this year. So I'm really looking forward to it. Let's move on to West Brom. Has anyone got a goal for me? Andy Andy Carroll ninetieth <laughs> minute winner. Yeah. Is that at home? Yes. yes. Yeah. Let's go. What year is that? Do we know? Uh, it's a couple of years ago. It was the last time we played them uh, at home in the league. So, Okay, excellent. So we'll find that um, and James will put that into the podcast. Um, right, let's go for a break. Now Lanzini. Huge roar around the London Stadium. Arnautovic. 
Hernandez, Carroll! Deep into stoppage time! West Ham have won it! Andy Carroll with his second! OK, that was uh, the Andy Carroll goal from a couple of years back. Let's talk about West Brom. West Brom yesterday played uh, Wolves in the uh, in a was it the West Country Derby or whatever they call it, the Black Country Derby. Um, what a great result for them! And finally, Allardyce has got a result for them. Um, I don't I don't give uh, all the credit to Allardyce. I give it to Robert Snodgrass. Um, <laughs> one, one game, three points. Great result. Um, can we? I say, can we? We should beat them Tuesday, right? Yeah, big time. Like, the thing for me is, we, as we saw yesterday, like they are vulnerable at set pieces. And we, right. I think, have scored the joint most goals in the league from set pieces this season. So we should be looking to batter them with crosses, corners, whatever we can. Um, because unlike a Sam Allardyce team, they look really shaky at set pieces, um, which is obviously something he'll probably want to work on. But I just don't see... I mean, Wolves gave away two stupid penalties... Um, so it's just like it's stupid things that they can cut out. And Wolves haven't been that great recently either, um, as Jamie, I'm sure, will be delighted to remind everyone. Um, but they're they're not a side that you look. You've got like Callum Robinson as you're leading the line. Um, he's not really. He, he's not going. He shouldn't be giving Dawson and Obana problems. No. Um, they've got Pereira, who's an all right player. Um, Obviously, I think Dean Garner picked up a knock, so he, he weren't featuring yesterday. So hopefully he doesn't come back to haunt us. Um, but I just, I don't want to get too blasé about it, but I just don't think they present any real problems that we can't deal with. And defensively, they're shaky. So there's no my, reason we shouldn't win. West Brom. My one worry with it is that, obviously, Snodgrass has been around his team all year. And he goes in there and he's he, he can... Inside information. <laughs> exactly. He can go he can go to them and tell them everything that we do, um, all the corner setups, uh, the way the, the sort of pattern of play that we look to play. Um, he can get, definitely go in there and, uh, and make it difficult for us. And we know Allardyce's teams make it difficult for teams anyway. We know they've not been great defensively, which we can definitely get them. But you have to still, we have to still one, create chances and score your chances. <laughs> they're they're going to be so up for this game after winning on Saturday. The mm. fact that it is Allardyce back at West Ham, Snodgrass back at West Ham, and potentially Dean Garner back at West Ham. That is, that's one. But they know they're in an absolute battle for survival now. Yeah, I hope they go down. Really hope but, they yeah, go so down. Want, but like, now they've got one win, it only takes a couple of wins down there at the moment to bring yourself back into it. Like, if they somehow do beat us, they're, 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 that's two wins on the bounce. They're, they're now flying up, up the table. We have to be as professional as we was yesterday to beat this team, I believe. So, <coughs> James, what's your thoughts on the on the game? Can we get can we get the result? I do think that we can get result, but I think with West Brom, I think Sam's going to set up to make them hard to beat. I don't think he's going to particularly set up to try and break us down. I think he's going to set up to more stop us from penetrating them you know so it's going to be I think it's going to be another small um, scoreline I don't think it's going to be goals galore Um, is it it at home or away it is at home 6 o'clock Tuesday by the way at home on 
BT Sport. Okay. Um, it's a tough call because, like, naturally, my West Ham head would say Sam Allardyce is going to turn up, their Snodgrass is going to score, Dean Garner is going to come back from injury miraculously and set one up or score a goal, and we're going to lose to Sam Allardyce at home. But <laughs> um, I do think we're on a good roll at the moment. Uh, and if there's any time to be confident that we can get a result, it's now. Because it's the best we've played for years at the start. Well, we had this funny little discussion. Where does the start of the season, the best start to a season yeah. ever ever actually start? You know, but uh, finish, sorry. But I'm good. I think we can get a result. I think we're playing well enough. And I think talent-wise, we've got a bit too much for them. But, you know... They've got a break for. They've got. I have. Moyes has got to be ready for a plan B. Yeah, I agree. I agree with most of that. Um, I mean, do some stats against West Brom. Oh, I'd be delighted to. Uh, so, in we've had 106 meetings with West Brom. How many do you reckon we've won? 46, 54, 67. Oh, that's bold. We've won 40. Drawn 25 and lost 41. Mm. So they've just about got the upper hand. I like it. Um, recently, obviously, they knocked us out of the FA Cup last year. Ha <laughs> uh, That was the most recent meeting. Um, obviously, they weren't in the league. The last league campaign, um, we drew 0-0 away, lost 1-2-1 um, at home with that Andy Carroll goal that you heard earlier. Over, recently, it's been a mixed bag, but we've probably had the, the just about the better of it. Um, in terms of league games, they've beaten us. Um, twice in like the last 10 years. Um, but obviously, we've not always been in the same division in that time. Um, so recent history just about favours us. I remember, I think we'd come up sort of 05, 06 and a Was it them or Wigan that used to be at this all the time? Might have been Wigan. I might, might well, 05, been... 05, 06, we'd done the double over them. So. Yeah, it must be Wigan. <laughs> it's Andre, Andre, Andre Ellington was Wigan, wasn't he? Yeah, I yes. Think, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. I've got the wrong W, so uh, I'll I'll, uh, I'll retract what I was going to say. Wigan um, is absolute horrible ground. Hate it. Yeah, yeah, the, the DW. Um, who's who's the players that can really make a difference? Does he does he make changes this week with a quick turnaround? Does he go on? Because he obviously wants to play strong in the cup as well. So, and we know we play Saturday again at three o'clock, which is surprising. I had a three o'clock all season in two and two weeks. I think it's tough because if you are going to rotate, I think it's the only person I think that could be rotated out is Ben Rama for Lanzini. I think everyone else is basically guaranteed to start because they're all playing that well. Could you potentially put Yarmolenko in for Bowen? Yes, but I think I'd rather him play against Doncaster. Yeah, 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 I agree with that. I agree with that. I, I don't see him making too many changes unless there's niggles. Or um, sort of fitness worries. I don't see him making a change because, as, as, as you said earlier, he said if he can win the next four league games, there's, there's a real there's a real positive step there going forward. Um, I'd love another clean sheet, as we are now prone to keeping clean sheets. I would love it. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's for me. Um, we well, are right. prone to keeping them at the moment. We are very prone to keeping clean sheets at the moment. Four in a row. Can't believe <laughs> we're not prone to conceding anymore. Um, Give me some score predictions. Oh. We'll, we'll go away from Jamie because he's uh, he's doing something silly. Um, 
<laughs> James, give me a score prediction. I'm going to go with 1-0 win. Mick? Uh, I am going to go with a 2-0 win. So After nailing the prediction. Wow. Yeah, he did nail it. Well done. Yeah, James, well done, Mick. It's score prediction. I'm... Oh, I'm going to agree with James and go 1-0. If we all back a win, we're going to lose. So, <laughs> so I am going to no. win for West Brom. <laughs> doing the, the right thing for West Ham and I will back a 1-0 West Brom win. Take uh, one for the team. Take one for the team. Because if we all back a win, we are not winning. We know that. So, uh, yeah, I'm, <coughs> I'm going to go 1-0 West Brom. Um, hopefully I am completely and utterly wrong but yeah that's that's the pod today guys we are back is there anything else to say before I say that's that's it anything else anyone got anything else to say no uh, not that we're allowed to yeah. excellent um, yeah that's us today we are uh, obviously we play this game Tuesday then we're back again on Saturday so it'll be another quick turnaround um, for the next podcast against Doncaster um Again, good luck to the boys. Thanks for joining me, fellas. And the last thing to say is, come on your eyes. Come on your eyes. Come on your eyes. Excellent.